Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. It is episode 506, and I did a gig last night at Poplar Union, an open mic night. So we went from Tuesday night doing a gig with professional comedians at a ticketed show, and then Wednesday night uh, doing a gig to about eight people at an open mic night. Yeah, which I think sometimes are more difficult than ticketed shows because if someone's paid money to go and see comedy and they sit there they will they will they're they're looking to laugh they're looking to hear jokes even if they're not going to like them that much they get the premise they're like okay i'm I'm going to sit here you're going to tell jokes cool open mic nights are (laughs) kind of like um mental health outreach programs full of fucking craziness and weirdos uh and and it makes you pick up on the vibe and it sticks to you so then you get on stage and it's like i mean it was nice this this uh night was run the the mc was good he understood the vibe of the night but it's very easy to get up on stage and kind of be aloof and i'm a bit better than this or isn't this isn't this crazy or isn't this shit so i tried not to do that but I I watched my set back and it was uh, because I was I watched my set back because I was more fascinated by that than the than the show I did on Tuesday, just because it was so weird. It was so weird and I did lots of skipping about and there were some sofas on stage. So I just sat on them for a while. Um, I don't know whether I'm getting better. I, I, it, I'm hoping it's one of those things like with uh, bodybuilding or guitar playing or anything where. Out of the blue, you just suddenly become competent at it. You suddenly, you suddenly realise you know what you're doing. Uh, and I don't, I don't know whether I'm getting any better. Like, like I, I hope that the progress is mostly invisible and it just comes in hallmarks. It comes in landmarks. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know whether that's the case. Um, anyway, saw some comedy friends. John Sharp played that night again. I thought that was good. He's good. He is deeply underrated and he underrates himself. That's his comfort zone. He goes in and he he basically is like, I've got no jokes. I'm shit. But that is the joke. He's got a good vibe. It's very meta comedy of someone going in and kind of deconstructing what they're doing on stage, which I tried to do a little bit last night. And uh, uh, yeah, anyway. And there was a 21-year-old girl there who was from Liverpool, but... um, went to Cambridge University, so obviously very intelligent, and um, she, yeah, she she did really well, and I didn't realise there was a guy sitting in the front, and he said he was an agent, but he used to be a journalist, so I didn't even think about what he meant by agent, and I was chatting to him a bit during my set and things, and then um, at the end, she, this girl told me, that's that's her agent, She he has signed her, and I was like, wait, he's a comedy agent? Oh, for fuck's sake, I would have tried a little bit better. I would have actually, like, you know, proven that I'm, like, I can at least, I'm at least half competent, because I've been doing it for five years now. Five years minus the uh, pandemic, so what's that about? Three, really, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, he's, he's an agent, and I just, I just... I actually went to take the piss out of him as well. And then we had a little bit of a chat. I made a Holly Willoughby joke at the beginning. You know, the bit where she goes, first of all, how are you? 
and he laughed at that. So, you know, maybe maybe sign me now, mate. Can you sign me up? Can you just sign me? Give me some gigs. I also had a dream last night that I was at Angel Comedy because I think I found that gig so terrifying. And it went well. I had a good gig there. But it's such a terrifying place. It's such a packed room. Uh, and you're playing with pros that um, I've kind of got a slight PTSD about it. You know, like like I survived the trenches, but, um, you know, now I'm shell-shocked, as they used to call it in 1914. Or probably didn't call it shell-shocked in 1914, probably like 1917 or something. Because 1914, they were just shoveling people into the trenches. Did trench warfare even exist in 14? When did that stalemate happen? Who knows? History. Anyone's interpretation, isn't it, really? I used to work with a girl who I thought she said something quite funny uh, accidentally. She said, I don't understand history. How do we know it happened? And it was like, well, there's these people called historians who study lots and lots of sources and artefacts and piece together a picture over time using evidence. That's mostly how it happened. But it is also true. There is a there is a there is in her ignorance. There was a tiny bit of wisdom in there which is, we don't really know. History's written by the victors, isn't it? I mean, if the Nazis won the war, I'm sure we would think a lot differently about some of the things that went down. But luckily they didn't, because uh, I don't know if you've heard of Hitler. He, the guy was a shithead. Yeah. In the words of Norm MacDonald, the more I find out about this Hitler guy, the less I like him. All right, well, look, nice chatting to you. This has been the Evening Almanac. If you like it, share it about. Just give it to a mate. Say, have you heard this podcast? If you're thinking of becoming a comedian, listen to it. Because this is a guy who's having a permanent existential crisis about it. See you on the next pod.